is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Derek, it's been a couple weeks. How are you doing? Doing well. And, you know, I think better than, than ever, honestly, because really? Big Ten media days for football happened. And oh, yeah. I'm juiced. I am juiced. Are you in the best shape of your life? No. Everybody just but excited to get back? I'm, I'm hoping cliches. to be in the best shape of my life come football season. You know, between um, not just Big Ten, but basically all the conferences right around this time are doing their media days. And and then you have uh, NFL teams that are reporting for the first time. And, oh, my God, the cliches, they mm. just roll and they don't stop. Everybody, a lot, of, a lot you know, of elite players, right? A lot of elite players out there. You know, a lot of guys, a lot of dudes just like excited to cult, get back. A lot of culture. What? A lot, a lot of, of culture, culture. yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys just ready to compete, you know? Because, I mean, chip, that's what this chip on their shoulder. About. They got chip on their shoulder. They come in, hey, nothing, they know nothing is given. Everything's earned around here. We don't care what happened last season. It's about the guys on the roster right now. It's like, oh, man. 11 and How 2 many, is not good enough. Some people would like 11 and 2 and winning a Rose Bowl, but not would. Ohio State. Not Ohio State. I. Yeah. How many times can we say the same thing, which was just like a slight variation using like a tiny different verb you know like like we're all just saying the same stuff i don't know what what actual insight comes out of these these media days or you know in the nfl's case these like first interviews i'm sure there's some i'm sure there's some value to it but the the vast majority of it just seems like almost just like a waste of time like okay we gotta you know do this get sound bites get stuff get content um because it's you know July and going into August and about to uh, about the start of the football season. So here's what we do, right? You know that's why I've always appreciated Jim Harbaugh, though he has much of that and has done more of the state the obvious stuff. Uh, he's also yeah. very different in his own way. Uh, I think a lot of coaches do, you know, coach speak. You know, they do the same old cliches, chip on our shoulder. You know, we're building, you know, we we're not even thinking about last year, new team, <laughs> new players, you know, one gold national championship. You know, I think he kind of broke it down in the, in the way he does best is they want to beat both rivals in the same year. And yeah, they do legitimately have uh, aspirations for national championship and different this year compared to years prior where he said similar things is you actually maybe buy it a little bit more this year. Uh, we went into last year having no expectations. Oh, God, uh, probably no. talked around this time, you know, four or five, six weeks before the season started. Uh, and this year you can actually, you know, see it, it happening because it happened in a year it wasn't supposed to happen. They made the college football playoff. They won the Big Ten championship. Michigan beat Ohio State. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I was expecting even more, I guess, from Harbaugh. But uh, coolest moment was when, uh, you know, there's a reference to, you know, Ryan Day and kind of that that relationship and, you know, just, you know, Harbaugh being Harbaugh. He just kind of smiled and waved. I uh, didn't want to answer any questions specifically, <laughs> but it was very obvious what he was thinking. So, yeah, you know, that's what makes me like a guy like Jim Harbaugh is he, he, uh, he's unique when it comes to media days and that really sticks out every year. Do you think they chat? 
like him and Ryan Day. When they when they see each other like in the hallways and the bowels of the stadium, because this thing is at I'm almost positive it's at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, and like those huge tunnels, you know, off the field, like they run into each other. Do they? Do they just nod? Do they give like the the classic white guy nod, or do they? They I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess a handshake. It seems like a handshake would be the professional, you know, sportsmanship thing to do. Hey, how's it going? Hope the family's well. You know, these are humans, but yeah, I, you know, I can't remember what the exact instances were that were referenced, but I think the word that described the relationship was cordial. Like, you know, you chat a little bit before a game, chat for like two words after a game, uh, and then you're likely to see each other, you know, on the road uh, at similar events. You know, they, I think one of the events they talked about was the Heisman ceremony. And they're not going to ignore each other, but they're you know nowhere close to friends either. So, yeah, I mean, I liked Harbaugh's approach. I like the way Cade McNamara talked about you know all the things that he's dealing with as you know the former starting quarterback could be starting quarterback could be backup quarterback. Uh, I think everything was handled well, and you know overall pretty good pretty good media day. You know I actually paid attention a little bit more this year than in the past. I felt like, and I think a lot of that because. You know, there's more hope this year after a season like last year's. Well, how about how about this insight from Harbaugh, you know, speaking of the quarterbacks? And I'm sure you've watched it or, or um, read it, but, you know, Cade McNamara is going to be really tough to beat out for the starting quarterback job. J.J. McCarthy is going to be really tough to beat out for the starting quarterback job. Like, you want to talk about just throwing some stuff out there without saying anything? And you don't like you can't get mad at him for doing that because like what's he supposed to tell you that Cade Cade McNamara is um, you know doing slightly better or you know is going to be our starting quarter like I don't know what he's really supposed to say but those two sentences back to back I think I think just epitomize the the level of like uh, I knew you were going to ask me that question I'm not going to answer it but here's what I'll say instead. So I didn't catch him. I actually didn't know when he was talking. I didn't look it up. I just happened to know that the media day started. I watched Kevin Warren. Actually, I had it on the background while I was working him talk about the expansion, all those things. Did your employer listen to this? No, I mean, I was was working from home. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, I just kind of had that playing. I was watching that, listening to what he was saying. And I honestly didn't know that Harbaugh was even going that day. I kind of thought in my mind he'd be a day two guy or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I saw all the things after the fact. But that quote, you know, you read it differently than he says it. So I immediately went to the video to see how he said it. And I guess my question is, because I haven't really figured out how I feel. Was that 100% planned? Or was it more like a realization in the moment? Like, hey, you know, J.J. McCarthy's actually going to be as tough to beat out. What, what do you think... Was it fully on planned? Like that was what he was going to say, knowing he's going to be asked, or was it more of a, you know what, they're both going to be tough to beat out now that I think of it. Uh, you know what, you'd have to tell me how he said it because I don't even know. So go look it up. It's I feel like he actually said it. Like okay, so when you're watching it, even though I knew he said it, when you're watching it, I think people like in the media instantly would have been like, whoa, like Cade McNamara is going to be tough to beat for the starting job. Like that's a bold statement. Because he pauses and he he thinks, and then he says basically in the same tone the same thing about JJ McCarthy, and so that's when I was like, 
what was that? And I'm looking way too much into it because I care way too much about who starts. But the reality is Cade McNamara is the starting quarterback, uh, but both guys have a fair shot to be starter by the actual first game. And I think he legitimately thinks he has two, you know, uh, national championship winning caliber quarterbacks. Uh, and, you know, I, I think my take now moving into the season, even though I have a favorite and have an opinion on who should start is, you know, you hope both of these guys are playing out of their minds because that is best case scenario for Michigan. Um, remind me who you want. I know we've talked about this, but I forget. Oh, JJ McCarthy. Okay. You know, I I was going to guess, but yeah. I I had to level off, you know, in non-conference last season. Like, you know, I had to definitely come to the realization that they're going to play Cade McNamara. And then Cade McNamara was definitely playing because he was, you know, the best game manager, taking care of the ball, not making mistakes, making the throws he had to make. And then when that Michigan State game happened and they gave J.J. a shot, I think if he wins that game, I think he might have a chance to start the rest of that season. What did he do uh, instead, though? He didn't. And so I think it became not really clear. Yeah. I think it became really, well, a lot of things. I mean, not tackling uh, Kenneth Walker could have you know, <laughs> definitely contributed to his five <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, yeah, don't give the ball away. But at the same time, uh-huh. my goodness, can, can the defense show up that ended up actually being pretty good but i think what we all realize is he's not ready in the right quarterback starting and i take that into this season knowing that the right quarterback will start uh if that's Cade mcnamara then that's Cade mcnamara and i, and I hope all the best for him if that's jj mccarthy maybe i'm a little bit more excited uh but same thing i want to see michigan win football games and i'm confident that this year more than any year jim harbaugh will make uh, a good decision based on who he thinks is the better option Okay. Did you hear me uh, playing that, the video? No video was heard. Okay, good. I, you we know. really should figure out this uh, Riverside.fm that we uh, pay for and, and the features. And... <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to play it through this. I just played it for oh, myself. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but damn, okay. <laughs> um, based on his tone, you know, with the – the comment about how both quarterbacks are going to be hard to beat out for the starting job. It sounded, I'm leaning toward like, it wasn't that he was like, you know what? Actually, JJ McCarthy is also going to be hard to beat out. That's just my read on it. First take though. I I don't think he had like a sudden realization that this is also true about JJ McCarthy. Yeah, I guess maybe not just like an also true, more of a sudden realization like, oh, should I mention something about JJ here too? And should I just say the same thing? Or did he go in planning to talk about both quarterbacks as equal, you know, there's an equal opportunity and legitimately either of them could start. I mean, reality of what he's saying is either of them could start and he doesn't know. And I fully believe that him and the quarterbacks themselves have no idea and it's going to be a true competition jj obviously has a higher ceiling i think he's going to show off some things in practice that Cade mcnamara can't do but if jj is also making mistakes Cade mcnamara is probably going to be your starting quarterback until uh, jj can limit those mistakes remember last year at media day when um harbaugh said that michigan was going to beat ohio state or die trying yeah remember like the i'm sure we talked about it and i'm sure we jokingly said 
rest in peace to Michigan's football team, apparently. And, and I remember some people, this is funny. I swear it's, you know, as dark as it really is, but you know, some people would joke that, Oh my God, Jim Harbaugh just threatened to kill his team. Right. <laughs> Do you remember? That? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he went out and, and backed it up. And, um, I, I just, I was, uh, just literally a couple minutes ago as I was reading through some stuff reminded that he gave that or died trying comment. And I, he's gotta be somebody who, who came into this, you know, media day remembering that, you know, like he seems like that person who's like last year I said we would beat Ohio state or die trying and we beat Ohio state. Like, what do people expect me to say this time? Or like, what's the, what's the semi outlandish catchy thing I throw out there this time? And if he thought that, what are, whether he thought that or not, like, I don't think we got anything like that. Right. I mean, he was, he's energetic of course and all that, but it didn't seem like we, I don't know. I didn't, I, I haven't seen any, any quotes or anything like that that like really jump out at me. Yeah, he, you know, I think more than ever, he's kind of taken this approach of um, really kind of showing off that, you know, Michigan's doing things uh, the right way. Um, You know, whether it comes to the way they're handling NIL and it's transformational and not transactional, but also was able to say like, hey, if it's, you know, going to come down to it, I think Michigan can, can do twice as much as the 13 million Ryan Day requested. Yeah. Um, you know, they got right into the QB competition. Uh, I, I think overall he's, he's just saying that, you know, the team's in a great place. Uh, he's really happy of, about what they accomplished and what the new coordinators are doing. Uh, talked about their goals, you know, more specifically. I remember people used to get on him so much about not mentioning the desire to beat Ohio state. And he now says, you know, I want to beat Ohio state and Michigan state in the same year and win the big 10 championship yeah. and win the national championship. But overall, he's really taken this, you know, guys are excited. You know, the team is close. Look, they're bonding in Michigan as we speak. Uh, You know, guys want to be here. We're confident. Uh, New group. I think, you know, he's really showing that they've got something good going, uh, whereas they had something awful in 2022. They got that, you know, sickness out of there, per se. Uh, And even though he floated around and uh, danced with the NFL uh, for a little bit there, you know, right back to business as usual. And I don't think he wants people to to do much more than talk about the quarterback battle. He wants you to know that he thinks his team could be better. Uh, but I think they like that, you know, people are not expecting the defense to to be better. They're not expecting Michigan to beat Ohio State, even though they just beat Ohio State. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I think he I think he's in the exact position he wants to be in. Okay. Now, did you see Eric All? He was talking about the the 2020 season um just the toll that took on on everybody and no surprise you know he called it the worst season i've ever played in my life ever he clarified like this was you know football period the worst season uh he'd ever experienced and uh reminded himself it's just the game that kind of thing um i it's nothing in particular that eric all said but he's a he's a player who i i don't know do you feel like he sort of goes 
under the radar in terms of how important he is to um, not just like strictly on the field to the offense because of his skill set, but he's been around now. And I, I feel like he might be one guy people forget about when it comes to, you know, what makes this, this offense click or this team click. And I was, I was happy to see that he was one of, you know, Michigan's representative at media days. Um, I don't know exactly how teams decide like who's going. I wish I knew. Uh, I feel like they, you know, some teams will bring a couple, some bring a little more, but I just, when, when Eric, when Eric Alls' name came out, but I was like, Oh yeah, like that guy's really important. And I don't know, maybe I'm alone in that, but do you feel like that might be the case? Yeah, and I think that's exactly why he's there making that trip. He's a guy who's been around. He's a guy who produced, and, and like you mentioned, he's a guy who's you know, really important to the success of this team, but especially that quarterback position. You know, Michigan doesn't have the same season if he doesn't catch a ball from Cade McMurray and, and run on a bum ankle to the end zone at Penn State. You know, he had a tremendous game. He had a, a, a very good season, especially after bouncing back after, you know, a 2020 where he literally couldn't catch the ball. You know, this guy went into a known from a known recruit to, you know, someone who was just a reminder of how bad things are in 2021, 2020, where even when you hit a guy who's wide open, he drops the ball mm-hmm. uh, to being a part of a 2021 campaign uh, and an important part where they're able to make the college football playoffs. So I absolutely expect big things for him. I think Jim Harbaugh uh, and others in the program do as well. And I think that's exactly why he has a place at the table at the media days. He's a guy who's been a part of the worst season and and one of, you know, historically the best seasons of Michigan. So uh, why not have him there to kind of speak about his experience? And and he's got a good story. The best part, obviously, the due date of his uh, kid's birth uh, which is, I think, nine months to a T uh, from the uh, Michigan-Ohio State victory. Oh, so. yeah. I saw someone point that out, and I was like, man, that's that's something that I'm sure garnered a few questions. Like, hey, couldn't help but notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, good for him. You know, that kid's going to have a nice story someday when he's talking to his kids or whatever. Yeah, like, well, you want to know something about my dad? Like, no, not really, but whatever. It's it's a story that a dad would would tell, you know, sitting around at a pretty inappropriate time. Like, you kids want to know something? They don't even know what they signed up for. Mm. Yeah. Um, Classic. (laughs) This is the last, like, big thing, you know, before the season starts um obviously there are like other media availabilities and things like that but uh i don't know if you want to compare it to previous seasons or if you just want to look at it for what it is right now like are you coming out of this feeling excited giddy whatever about the the season yeah i think that there are you know, the perfect number of question marks, whether it's the obvious who's going to play at quarterback, you know, can they do something, you know, uh, in back-to-back years like beat Ohio State? I still think it's, you know, unlikely, especially playing in Columbus against a team who, you know, quite legitimately has two of the best players in college football. Um, and that, it's just, uh, 
you know, it's one of those years uh, that is going to feel different than any year I think we've had, especially preseason going into camp, going into non-conference, then all the way to the Ohio State game. Uh, I'd say giddy for sure, uh, excited. Uh, not really like expecting them to do any sort of repeat, even in terms of a Big Ten championship, but uh, knowing that they can play some really good football and they definitely have a chance, it's just going to be a matter of you know, how they can put it all together and, and if they can do so for long enough to to give themselves a chance against a team like Ohio State. Yeah, I I think I'm feeling more giddy too. Um, and I think I will just like that'll build up in me, obviously. Like I think it does for everybody just in the coming weeks. You're like, oh gosh, it's almost here. Like you're thinking about, you know, what games are they going to get to go to and things like that. It just gets exciting. But uh, are there any like, and not that, not that we're hitting on them today, but you know, before the season starts, other than the quarterback, like what are big things we got to hit on? So one of the big things that I noticed and thought about, I don't know if you've ever gone back since the season and just watched like single players highlights for the season. Uh, uh, have I? I don't know. Once in a while, I'll, you know, because I have before, you know, even just like Denard Robinson highlights. Oh, yeah. You know, some YouTube of those same. That's like all you want to see now. Yeah, some of those same, you know, YouTubers or similar type videos will come up. Like J.J. McCarthy highlights are a real big one. Uh, watch Donovan Edwards. You know he doesn't have he doesn't have as many highlights as you would maybe think, because uh, it's hard to remember that you know even though he had that big game and a blowout early on, like he really didn't get that much time until Blake Corum uh, had some injury issues. But I think one of the big things to touch on is the fact that multiple people, including Joe Clatt, have mentioned Donovan Edwards as like the best running back on the team and quite possibly one of the best, not only running backs, but players in college football. Um, and obviously that's all on most, you know, a little bit of, of film and, and a lot of ceiling and hype surround those conversations. But just really got me thinking like, you know, this would be a very different one, two punch, but it could actually be a better one, two punch than last year, even if it's a little bit more inconsistent because both players lean to be more explosive players than maybe reliable players like Hassan Haskins was. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You think I, I wouldn't put much stock into it this year, but like a year three Donovan Edwards sort of tossed around in the Heisman conversation. I mean, it's just weird that like, why is Joe class even saying that? I know he did the Maryland game and, and, and Donovan Edwards, you know, had like 180 receiving yards and yeah. had some good moments. He threw a pass in the big 10 championship. Like I'm not acting like Donovan Edwards isn't actually going to be a stud, but it just seems so out there to mention a dark horse, dark horse Heisman contender. Like yeah. that is so wild for, I think an analyst to, to mention. But when you start thinking about it, I really do think with this ability to be a, you know, a back that can literally be used on any down. And it's also probably not going to get run down. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a great asset to the team, uh, especially to the quarterback. And, you know, he was that stud recruit like a J.J. McCarthy who, you know, Michigan expected to be the next big thing. Uh, this year's his first legitimate shot at it. Uh, he's paired with one of the most explosive backs in all of college football. So I think it'll be really interesting, but... Yeah, I think as we get closer, I think there's position groups to talk about, but I feel like Donovan Edwards got a lot of love from media and a lot of love online. 
Oh yeah, and I think that that will definitely continue, even if the Heisman talk stuff never pans out. Not that I think it will. I just think it's like a possibility because of the position he plays and the way I think his role is going to develop. He'll be somebody this I think people sort of gravitate to as just an exciting player. But oh yeah, I mean he's going to split time. You're not going to win the Heisman if you're splitting time, right? So that's why I think it's wild to to mention that and maybe it's more so mentioned as that's the type of caliber he has as a player. But yeah, I mean, there are some exciting players, you know, uh, Jim Harbaugh had the quote of like, you know, there's a player uh, or a freshman or something like uh, a gift from God or, or whatever he said. Um, like, you know, then there's a bunch of speculation of like, people are rating like, okay, top five freshmen he's most likely <laughs> talking about. Yeah. Um, but you know, somebody out there is a stud. Uh, and it's making it very obvious and likely going to play a lot. So, you know, there's a lot to be excited about. So I think little mentions like that, those, you know, those things that Harbaugh does, you know, maybe not the most exciting media day, but definitely got, uh, you know, got me excited in all the right ways. Yeah. All right. We'll cut it there. We'll get back, uh, what, four, five more times before the season starts? I mean, shoot, we got we to gotta start planning out our early season, you know, preseason predictions. Good you know, we're going to have lots of, lots more media to talk about. All the coaches will talk individually, so the local media. We've got there's camp a lot coming up. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole trip that they're doing around the state right now, having the time of their lives, apparently. Around, you know what? Michigan's a fine state. I was about to say something. Michigan's a fine state. Okay. You better leave it I, with that. <laughs> that just the time you. of their lives. I was like <laughs> dancing up and down Michigan. I, I mean, I'm watching them run, run what appears to be up the dunes in this photo. And oh, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm just saying time of their lives made me pause. <laughs> I mean, just uh, let me send you this link real quick. <laughs> okay. Are you allowed to send links within this? this platform i don't know you've already like yeah uh, I'll, I'll take it easy. trash i mean we are paying so. you, all, all you need to do is you don't even need to click the article just look at the be a be a be a link previewer you know, do be a headline guy you haven't sent anything yeah i sent it on uh on, check your text my man check your text oh i thought you were sending it in the uh, uh that i didn't even try to pull up this this app and, okay see yeah I mean, I mean, look, I mean, too. look that's at that fun. T- time of their lives and that moment. That's the best moment of their lives. Okay. Next episode, we'll discuss if you were to take like an all inclusive, do everything trip in any state in America, which would it be? Okay. Can, so think about that, Derek. Can I, we'll can come I ask back. you a quick question when yeah. you, uh, before you, before we exit? Uh-huh. Just, just give me an answer. I don't need any, uh, anything other than the, the direct answer. But okay. uh, where would you take your honeymoon? So we'll be back next week, most That's likely. What I thought. To, That's what I thought. Uh, and we will still answer that question. I will discuss also my honeymoon. Um, all that's coming later. Thanks a lot, Derek. Uh, we'll catch you later. Take care. Go blue. <laughs> Go blue.